City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Welcome to another edition of our on-air series for City Business Festival 2022. It's brought to you by APSA Bank with support from MTN, GESAL, GIPC, and IT Consortium. This week we're discussing how to add value to our local products and how to compete globally. We're also looking at our consumer markets. But it's Friday, and today we want to look again at precision quality. The Design and Technology Institute has been uh, partnering us to have these discussions on Fridays. The first week we spoke to uh, Ms. Swanika on the issues of design, technology, and precision quality. We've also spoken to Professor Dodu on the role of policy in design and precision quality. This morning, my guest is a lecturer at the whole Technical University, Dr. Divine Novieto Doc. Yes. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning. It's good to have you. Yeah, good to be here. We've discussed the policy dimensions of uh, Precision quality. Yes. We've also designed the practical aspects. But today, we want to look at the role of educational institutions. Mm -hmm. Tell me about Ho Technical. How are you guys doing? What are some of your areas of specialization? Uh, Ho Technical University. Uh, you know, we are uh, we evolved from Ho Polytechnic, getting to the Ho Technical University. Uh, our niche area is uh, in the hospitality and tourism, but we are linking it up with the whole uh, other faculties, including built environment mm -hmm. and also arts. We have uh, the arts department also have applied sciences and co. So it's a holistic one, but our niche area is uh, hospitality and tourism. Mm. Uh, we have bachelor of technology courses, mm -hmm. and then we have also master of technology courses. And then we have HND, uh, National Diploma, with other professional certificates also uh, running along that one. Mm -hmm. And at the lower level, we have some apprenticeship programs, mm -hmm. and we work closely with uh, the informal sector that is the master craft persons uh, to train them on uh, precision quality is also one of the ones that uh, uh, we take care of. So Hotenka University, as uh, you've been hearing in the news, uh, we always leaders in uh, the schedules that we get into, especially mm -hmm. regards to the precision quality. Mm -hmm. We provided a golden manger to birth the child of uh, uh, DTI, that is a precision quality. So mm -hmm. we are taking care of it, we are nurturing it, and we are helping DTI to move it to national and also to international. There's a view that when the universities were, when the polytechnics were converted to universities, the the focus became a bit more theoretical. Yeah. But when I listen to the courses you say you're doing, it doesn't seem to be the case. It seems as if you are still focused on very practical courses. Just give me a sense of whether there's been any change at all with that shift to technical university. Because the fear is that the manpower needed to drive our industrialization, yes. which the polytechnics were supposed to do, would be lost with the focus of universities. I don't think it, uh, we have lost that because even GTEC, the regulatory body, would insist when you go for accreditation and reaccreditation that CBT, that is normal competency-based learning and training, that is what you should adopt. Secondly, you have to focus on your core areas. So if we have been running building technology before, we move it to CBT and move it to the MTEC area. We are not going to leave what we have been doing and focus on a new one. And then we have been encouraged to move into more of the practically uh, aligned courses where we can have 
the students to come in, acquire practical skills, and go and be job creators out there. So we haven't lost that particular focus. The Tenka universities are still on road, and the regulator is insisting when you go for reaccreditation, they make sure that you follow. So you teach BT? Yes. So it's very interesting. I have a friend on the show who went to tech and did BT. Yeah. But I also have another friend who, when I was doing my project, he went to Poly yeah. and did BT. So both of them can help me build my house. Yes. So what's the difference between those two guys? One who does a degree in BT at say tech. Yes. Versus somebody who also did BT at a polytechnic, which is now a technical university. Yes. What will be the difference in emphasis in the training? The two of them complement each other. We don't want to specifically say that this one is different than this one. They complement each other because the core competencies are there. However, for the BTEC person, there's a practical inclination. For example, for the BTEC building technology, every semester, there's a practical course that you have to pick. So from first year, you are starting from design to also excavation point, now to the final finishes. So it runs through all the semester. So without that, GTEC will not approve your syllabus. You have to look at the practical component. So they complement each other. The core competencies are there. However, there's an add of, of an extra practicals from the BTEC background. So the competence-based training is what sets technical universities apart yes. from normal universities. Yes. So which means you not only understand the theory, but you're able to actually do the thing. That is it. I see. So if somebody says, I am a technician or an engineer, auto, is it that the so people, people always say, we have KNUST, people do engineering. But when the person's car gets destroyed, his engine has a problem. He has to go and park at a mechanic. So are you telling me that the person who goes to a technical university, when his car, and he did, he did auto mechanic, when his car has a problem in the engine, he can know what to do. Is that the difference between him and a tech person? I think what you should do is to come to Otenka University because as of now, we have a functioning workshop and we are in collaboration with uh, Japan Motors. So we have a functioning workshop and every student is supposed to visit there, work there, and it is working normally. So that means uh, organizations, institutions, in home municipality and outside and government organizations come in with their maintenance schedules and co and we plan and carry that for them. Most of the staff, they visit there to also uh, ask the workshop to work on their cars. I have personally been going there myself. You go, the normal reception, you have a reception, you sit in, you book, they give you your job card, they give you the time to come and pick it. And when you go into the workshop, the students are there. So. A student graduating with auto from Hotenka University, you should be assured that that particular person can look at your car mm. and then also work on it for you. You mentioned that Design and Technology Institute was partnering with Ho Technical on this position quality. What is the arrangement like? What role are you the only technical university they are working with? And what, what, what is, how does this arrangement actually work? We are not the only Tenka University that they're working with. Currently, I'm aware that uh, TTU uh, is also uh, working closely with them. Mm -hmm. And also, as uh, Professor Dodo said the last time, he has had a chat with all the VCs of TUs. Mm -hmm. So they are all on board with the precision quality issues. But for whole Tenka University, mm -hmm. when the idea of precision quality uh, was conceived, mm -hmm. 
a team was needed to do academic verification for it. Okay. Then the VC, Professor Ben Huenyanuga, all credits to him. He assembled a team. I was part of that initial team. Mm -hmm. And then we came to do verification. And mm -hmm. then the document was sent to CTVET mm -hmm. for approval. Mm -hmm. It went through that it was certified that it was something that can stand the test of time. So at least for the first five years, we can use it. Mm -hmm. So we were then trained as facilitators from the technical university, plus other uh, sister uh, universities. For example, KNUSD rep was there, and also Amsterdam rep was also there. We were trained as uh, trainers of trainees. So we came back to Wotenka University, trained 20 of our colleagues, then to do a first phase of carrying through the implementation, first phase. So we uh, approached, the, the DTI approached the school, signed an MOU with the school. After the training, the second year batch, five departments were selected as a pilot to see how it runs. And that covered about 300 students. It ran successfully. And then the second phase, all the second years across the 16 uh, departments were enrolled onto it to carry on with the precision quality. So Hotenka University served as a home for the, the birth of the PQ child. And we are still nurturing it because as we are implementing, there are some issues that are coming up, for example, proper implementation and also how the people are receiving it and feedbacks from the people who are consuming it. And if there's any review, the team is working on it. And at Hotenka University, there's a three uh, system approach. The first system approach is an office that is responsible for mobilizing the students and getting them ready. That is the Technical Vocational Educational Research Center, TVEC, headed by Engineer Hobu and supported by Dr. Daniel Adabeko. Then the facilitators, Reverend Engineer Dr. Jokoto, and then Engineer Dr. Atumbo, and then supported by me, we form a team to train the lecturers. Then the lecturers go and administer and assess the students. Then there is a third component, that is a research component, led by Professor Mensah, supported by Dr. Isaac Beto, and also uh, Dr. Ameho, that is the registrar, and Dr. Dovi, all supervised by the vice chancellor, Professor Ben Hunyanuga. So it's a three-system approach on how to manage the precision quality, so that it doesn't become something that we teach, we leave the people. So know. you've embedded it into your system. Yes. The university is bought into the idea of precision quality. That is it. Very interesting. We'll take a short break. This is the on-air series for the City Business Festival. My guest is uh, Dr. Divine Novieto. He is from the Hotel University. And we're trying to understand the role of precision quality, not just in enhancing the capabilities of our graduates, but we'll come back and also look at how they can help the informal sector and artisans, how they can help the community to develop. As we speak, there's a whole airport. There's a conversation about even building a center which can be an aircraft repair facility. What role can the whole technical play using things like precision quality in getting that industry up? We'll be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back. This is still our on-air series, City Business Festival, and we are in our fourth week and we're looking at precision quality. We've been talking to uh, Ms. Swanika. We've also spoken to Professor Dodu. And today we're at guest is Dr. Divine Novieto, lecturer, whole technical. And whole technical is really very serious about precision quality. From the three-point approach, they've embedded into administration, 
into training and into research. But you mentioned that there were five areas of precision quality. I yes. just wanted to highlight, which, what are these five areas? So the precision quality by uh, Madame uh, Swanika's group, uh, DTI, has three mo uh, five modules. Mm -hmm. So we have the first one is change to grow. Mm -hmm. Second one is process integration. The third one is people and team development. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth one is health and safety. Mm -hmm. And then the final one is customer relations. So the first one is this, change to grow. We are trying to make the student or the master craft person aware that where you are, you need to think about growth. The world is moving. Don't, you may have the core competencies now, but in five years, they'll be obsolete. So try to have that awareness at heart. Mind change, the shift in mindset that knowing that tomorrow there's a change. So if you have that engraved in them and you show them examples of changes that are occurring in their fields, they wake up to the reality and know, even self-development, I have to commence it myself. So that is change to grow, mindset change. Slowly, but if you reassure them and support them, they will do that. Process integration, when we go into this one, we ask them to list the processes that they pass through to achieve a product or a service. So after listing it, then we look at how smart can we now make the processes mm -hmm. to save time because the world is moving. Don't stick to the old one. Cut out the waste and make it more smarter. Process integration. Mm -hmm. Team and people development. We are speaking to master craft persons. They recruit apprentices. How do you recruit the apprentice? How do you even maintain them? How do you graduate them? How do you look at their growth and the whole personality of, of moving out from your place and getting to their working site? What are the habits they'll pick along the line? Who are the ones who will pull your business down? How do you spot it? How do you correct it? And what are the measures you need to take? And what are the legal implications of an action that you want to take? So it is embedded in that particular People. one. Yes. And then there's health and safety. Health and safety. Mm. You will go to the fabrication shop. They are in sleepers. They are not using the sheets. They will tell you that, oh, they are young. There's well, no there's problem. Well, they are using the thing. They are not wearing the sheets. At all. Lying under the car, no protective clothing. At all. They will go and use blocks to chalk the car and say they are okay. <laughs> But then when you take them through the, the training and you list all these things for them and you tell them about the end result, after 50 years, all the investment that you've made, you are now going to use it to pay your hospital bills. Then they wake up to the realization that there's something we need to do. Then finally, the bedrock of the business, customer relations. Treat your customer well, you mm. keep the person. Mm. You treat them in a way that they're angry with you, they'll go and tell somebody and they will not come back again. So we sum up with that particular one. Now, it is not a lecture session, and we do it in local language. And DTI has made videos of all the modules in local language. Wow. So we will do a brief presentation, like five minutes, play the PQ video, get a representative video, general video about the concept, do a group discussion, group assignment, individual presentation in local language, come and tell us, your view about the video that you have watched. What is the lesson you have learned? What are you carrying to your job site? Then after that, we do the evaluation of that particular so training. This is fantastic. But where do you find the artisans from? Because I guess this is beyond simply your students. Yes. So the students component is there. 
we work with uh, our colleagues mm -hmm. to deliver that one. Then the team also has gone to the public. So for example, as at now, for Volta region, we have this team working. That is, uh, I am on the team with uh, Reverend Engineer Jokotu and also Atombo and uh, Dr. Daniel Agbeko and also Mr. Flakwi. We are having that particular team. We go around, mobilizers. So we form a team to mobilize. So we go to master craft persons. You must have a shop, you must have apprentices, you must be working for some number of years, and then we recruit you. So we have 50 for a team training. We train them for two days, wow. and we visit them after the training. So when we finish the training today, like for example, the training is done at 3 o'clock, we use from 3 to 5 o'clock to do visitation. When that is done, to know their places, that they are actually there, and we have an interaction with them. A month after that, we go back to see the uptake, how far, mm. what is working, what is not working, what is the difficulty in picking up, what can we do, what are the interventions, what are the additional things that the team needs to know about, so that when we are going to the next particular training, we can factor that one in. So we do all that. So it's called coaching session. After that, before we now certify you as having been a PQ certified person. What is your target? How many people are you looking to train in the next year? This seems like a very important part of the missing link for better quality artisanal work, for job creation, yeah. for value addition and industrialization. This is very powerful. You are doing 50 per week. Yes. Now, right now, uh, as I speak to you right now, we have a team of enumerators on the field. We have trained a batch of people, mm -hmm. 400 for a whole municipality already. After six months, they are now going back to look at what they have picked, what is working. Have they got more jobs? Have they created new jobs? Have they employed more apprentices? And there's a mix to check out to see how uh, they have grown after that. Now, the second part, we are also continuing. We have targeted another 700 just for the Volta region. There's another target for Ashanti region. There's another target for Greater Akka region. So we are now looking at sev another 700 for Volta, which is covering Hohwe, Denu, Aplau, Keta, Akachi, and Sogakope, all roped into the 700. And the same goes for Greater Accra. The same goes for uh, Ashanti region. After that, we'll give uh, another two months and come back to do data collection wow. to see how it has improved. But we always go back to them to do a baseline. After the training, what have you learned? What have you used? What is working? What mm. is not working? How can we help? So we go through that so that it doesn't become just one of those trainings. And the research team is not only based on campus. For the campus, the group of students who have benefited from it they form a sample size. Then they also they have taken another sample size who have not benefited from it at all and conducted a research on them. So there's a, they, have, they have published some findings on it, but they will be uh, uh, publicizing it very soon. They are following those people who have been trained first after school, after national service, to see their output in the field. So it's like a tracer study, which is ongoing. Mm. The same research team is also looking at the MCPs. What have you picked? What is working? What is not working? How do we improve it? They're also working 
on that particular side. So, but they are also independent of the facilitators. And they're also independent of the mobilizer, but there's a three-system approach that we are adopting at wow. HDU. We're talking to Dr. Divine Novieto, who's a lecturer at World Technical University. That university is really embedding precision quality into its programs for both students and artisans within the community. They have some very big goals. In fact, the VC of World Technical Professor Ben Wenyanuga joined the signing ceremony with uh, uh, health... Um, with Hotel University said, Ghana cannot develop with business as usual. We must therefore unlearn the bad industry habits, relearn new skills, adopt precision quality as a movement, and implement it to reverse the unemployment woes of Ghana and Africa as a whole. I understand that. Yeah. I agree with the issue of youth to become more employable, needing PQ training. What is missing for me, though, is how can we link this to industrialization? Yeah. I was in Ho as an ambassador for the region to promote tourism, ICT, and agribusiness. Yes. There are no real industries in Ho. Yeah. There are a lot of government workers, people trading, and some farms. I don't see a lot of factories. Do you think Ho Technical is leading in its role, creating the necessary manpower? Because I know that to industrialize, you need capital. Yes. But if people knew that a lot of the skilled manpower required yes. to do the machine work, to work in the factories, come from this university, yes. it may give them the interest in setting up these industrial hubs around your, your city? Yes. Well, that is the, the first example is a collaboration with uh, uh, Nizan to have that particular workshop. Oh, you have a workshop with Nizan? Yes. Already? So the workshop is functioning. Mm -hmm. We're also looking at the garment industry. There's also a collaboration with the fashion department, with another garment industry. I think they're working closely with card to, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Cuddling Factions to wow. work or something. Then we also have the hotel catering and institutional manager. We have also the tourism people coming in. It is a strategic development. And you have to look at the context of you teaching at the same time, trying to open up. But these little interventions at the start now is trying to move into a, a bigger realm. So the VC's policy is this. If you are a private sector out there and you believe strongly that with the two collaborations we can work out, contact us or make yourself available or just give us a notification, we will come to you. So even during the launch of the D uh, DTI Precision Quality, most of the Mastercraft persons were brought in to the campus. Now the promise the VC made to them was that, look, we are ready to collaborate with you at any point in time. Make sure you come on a good wheel, let's sit down and have a discussion. So we are, the, the, the institution is leading that charge. And I would love that you speak to uh, the vice chancellor on this. He has big ideas. So we would have to have a good discussion on how the policy is moving, how to industrialize the region using Hotenka University as I'm a fulcrum. I'm wondering if you have any relationship with the airport. Because again, when the airport was brought in, I heard Toby Afede talk about bringing in an air, air, aircraft refer, a repair facility yeah. where you would have people bring air, aircraft to get their parts repaired within the whole area. Yes. I don't see how that can happen without the role of whole technical. Even though I don't think you have, I don't know if you have any relevant courses in that area yet, but it will be interesting to see what is possible. Does the investor see itself as the center of, industrialization because without manpower you can't industrialize 
I think we see ourselves like that. Mm. And uh, the Vice Chancellor would would brief you more on this particular one. Mm -hmm. So I would love that you speak to uh, Professor Huyenga on this particular one. Mm -hmm. And especially, you see, if we have the niche area as hospitality, and also already our workshop, we are already in partnership. We are just waiting to see how the integration will work. So I think you have to speak to mm -hmm. uh, the VC on this. He will tell you uh, amazing stuff on how Hotenkai is functioning in the middle to attract investment into this industrialization sectors. Mm. He'll be interested in talking to you more about that. What are your closing thoughts? How optimistic are you about the success of position quality, not just in Hobart, across the country? Do you, I, it seems exciting to me listening to you talk about it. Do you get the sense that your colleagues in other universities have bought into it? Is this going to lead to some national change in attitudes of our artisans? Yes. It's a movement, mm. a big one. Mm. When you think about precision quality or PQ, what should come to mind is global standards. We are living in a global village. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about precision quality, what should come to mind is global standards. So if somebody says, I'm PQ certified, then that means I know about global standards. I know about change. I know about growth. I know how to manage my people and I know customer relations and I take care of health and safety issues, looking at progression. So when you talk about PQ, it's global standards. Now, as to whether our colleagues are buying into it, yes. Because as of now, all our colleagues who are being assigned to teach have taught, and we are now assessing the students. And also, the uh, vice chancellors of TUs have picked it up, and Takwadi has joined who? With the precision quality. And you see, as we train the MCPs, they become the base for our students to go and do attachments at their end. So the students are picking precision quality from campus, going to attachment to attach themselves with people who have also gotten precision quality on the ground. So the two of them can talk with the same uh, understanding and get to achieve something. So the movement is big. It will, it's a gradual process. It's a mind uh, change. So we have to shift it slowly, but it's going. We've done some works on tracer studies and we have realized that the pickup is good and uh, mm. it's positive. So it's a global standard, PQ. It, it's sounding very exciting. Uh, discussing that started with Constance Swanika, founder of uh, DTI. We continue with Professor Dodu, who incidentally this week has had his uh, policy confirmed. So as we speak to you now, the Standards Authority, of which is the CEO, has had their bill passed. Yes. And now you have Dr. Divine Novieto and colleagues from the whole technical university who are saying they are going all out to make precision quality the main thing in their training of not just their students, but also of artisans and people in the community in and around who. Thank you, Doc, for talking to us. Thank you. We'll leave you here. That's all we have time for for another edition of your Honor Series City Business Festival. Focus this week on precision quality championed by DTI with our view to bring change to the unemployed. Thank you for watching. We'll be with you next time. Bye-bye.